When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the podcast. Take a step back. Take a look at your life. Hug your children. Kiss your wife. English has been demoted. Know your neighbor. Leave the keys in your truck. Do yourself a favor. I feel like we all need to take a step back. 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 Everybody stop where you're at. Take a step back. Take a step back. To the way it was. It's Gary Patterson. Thanks, Gary. It's Williams and Bloom. Uh, late on a Sunday. Of course, we're presented by our friends at MacDyne. Check them out at MacDyne.com. Uh, I thought about quitting my job yesterday and uh, <laughs> going to the... <laughs> Job board at MacDyne. There was some guy on Twitter calling me a loser because I was giving stats. I was rewatching the game. I I saw you posted the point <laughs> spread today. Oh yeah, and that your and fault. then all hell broke loose. <laughs> Nobody cares, Williams. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, okay. I should, we're here. But I, yeah, but I uh, again quality company though. If you're looking, if Iowa State loses to Kansas, I'll be applying to <laughs> MacDyne. <laughs> <laughs> so we uh, we thank them for their sponsorship of the uh, Williams and Bloom podcast. Uh, how was the flight back? No issues. Good. We got well, that's 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 got encouraging. Back at a re- reasonable hour. Um, yeah, I mean it's just a it's just a tough day. And yeah, it's a sucky day. You know, those aren't fun. No. Those flights are not fun. Honestly, they're awful. It's it's not. I mean, I haven't done it with football, but it's. Anytime you lose and you are on that flight back, it's just well, and you, and it, it, you get a greater appreciation for the effort and sacrifice put into it by everybody. By everybody, I mean, there's yeah. there's 180 people on this plane, and there's it's just it's it's not fun. It's not a fun situation for anybody, and you and you quickly realize, and again, fans, they don't want to hear this probably, but they the people on that plane have way more invested than you do. Okay, I yeah. mean, so. This is this was not it was an enjoyable. Um, they feel the worst of, of anybody. You can see it. You could you could the emotion on that plane. I mean, on all that good stuff. So, um, yeah, those aren't those are that's the least my least favorite part of, of traveling on those those football games. And and you feel for them. You really do, honestly. Yeah, no no doubt about that. Um, we'll we'll dig into what we think. Well, I I don't really think that it's that big of a conversation, in my opinion. Now. I haven't talked with you about it sure. at all. Sure. Uh, for the rep, my kid's been sick all day, so I've just been holding her. So I've watched. Unfortunately, I've watched Iowa State Baylor three times now. <laughs> Honest. Well, like my opinion, you are though. An interesting man. My opinion hasn't changed. Yeah, so, but isn't isn't the analysis pretty easy here? Yeah, but like that's my. Let me run it by all you, right, and then right. we'll see what see right. if I'm missing yeah, something. I watched it, in but person. like, I mean, people like, but when I give it, people tell me that I'm wrong. Okay, so let's let's hear it. Um, Iowa State was below average defensively in the first half, which is rare for them, but they were elite in the second half. Mm-hmm. Offensively, I will say that they were below average only in the sense that you turn the ball over where they did and you settled for a lot of field goals as opposed to but they but yardage was better the running game was better all in all you didn't bring your a game and you you outgained a team you doubled them up and yardage and first downs you had 6.6 yards per play on the road 
in which, a Big 12 game. Yep, which is good. Um, and the to me, the game was special teams. Now, I'm going to go a little bit of a different route here. The kickoff return was brutal. Like, you can't you, – you, it's got to quit happening. Like Nobody can dance around that. To me, the more glaring special teams problem is the punt team. When you're trying to play complementary football like we hear about all the time, and they've done really well, but they've never had this week of a punt team under Campbell. Yeah. And to me, like, if, if you're like, Williams, what are you most concerned about? I mean, I, chances are, knock on wood, they won't give up another kickoff return for a touchdown this year. Yep. Chances are. Uh, odd. So, yeah. let's let's start there. I looked it up today. I mean, just, again, kid was taking a nap, looking at some things. Since And you're mocking me. No. Because I go back right. and watch the game again. We all have our, our gluttons for punishment, and this was mine today. Okay. I deserve this. In 2019, since 2019, so in 2019, 2020, in the four weeks of this year, in Power Five conference football, so games involving Power Five conference teams, there have been 60 kick returns for touchdowns oh. in those two years and four weeks. Iowa State has four allowed of those 60. Which what's the next highest team? I mean, I think it's like three, and I think it's Kansas. Honestly, oh. um, <laughs> the point is. These don't happen very often. Mm. So for it to happen to you, especially now, four times. So and there's reasons why. I mean, I'd say more than sixty percent of kickoffs in college football now are touchbacks. Yeah. So you're taking that away entirely. And Iowa State for two years in nineteen and twenty could not kick the ball to the end zone. So they didn't. They gave way more opportunities than the average team, which is a part of it. But then also, that's still a lot. Like that. That is. So when it happened again yesterday, there's reason for you to go, oh my gosh, why is this happening again? Yeah. And then the natural conversation then goes to, oh, with the punt issues included, both return and punting team, what's going on with the special teams coaching situation, which was inevitable. Yeah. And it's going to continue to be inevitable as these issues arise. I thought Jack Whitford, I listened to the, your guys's. Uh, reaction show. Yeah. He exp- I thought he explained it pretty well. I mean, you are allowed X number of coaches yeah. in college football that can recruit. Yes. <clears throat> the way Iowa State has allocated the coaching staff, they are, do not have a special teams coach that recruits. Okay, that's just the special teams coordinator. They do have a quality control guy who runs special teams. Yes. And then all the position coaches have a portion of special teams. You could argue, and I get it now, that's not has not been effective. Fix it. If you fix it, you then have to remove an assistant coach yeah. elsewhere. Like yeah. it's not one to one here. Like you yeah. only get so many. It is a rule. I'm just I'm trying to no. yeah. I'm trying to point out that it's not as easy as just name an assistant coach. It would therefore you'd have to have some staff turnover and perhaps that's something they look at. Yeah. Um again though, I think the nature of even if you just kick the ball more out of the end zone, that would make the kick return game at least a little better. But they got burned on it yesterday. Yeah. Uh, all that's well Sorry, started. I just no, I, no. I needed to jump on that no. while I was uh, fresh. No, in my it's mind. good. Um, to me, the biggest problem... Yeah, it's is, the punting game. It's the punting game. I totally agree. Like, you just... Again, like, the way they want to play. Trusting the defense. And, and you should, like, with that group. Field position... Uh, I mean, I watched the Iowa game back too. Yep. I know I'm a masochist. <laughs> yep. No, you. I, I mean, convince me that a lot of Iowa State's offensive problems in that game weren't caused by where they were starting on yeah. the field every time. Yep. And I mean, I, I don't, I can't prove that, but I think I'm, I think I'm on to something there. I think you call plays a lot differently. I think Brock is probably acting a lot differently. There's a lot. There's a lot to it. You cannot play the style Iowa State is plays and plays very well over the last few years with a punt team where you don't know if it's going sixty yards or fifteen. Yep. And like you, you just can't. And that's where I'm concerned because, I mean, the guy last year Rivera. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was fine. You Solid. knew he was yep. kicking at forty every it's be time. Forty. That's fine. I don't care. He's gonna get it off. 
Yeah, he's pretty thing. good getting yep. it inside the twenty. Yep. Didn't I don't think he had a pump block last year. Yeah, like you just knew and they they've been solid there. They were they have. I I you know, Dunn yeah. had the issues at times in um eighteen. 2018. It's just, but Rivera is actually pretty good in 19 and 20. Yeah, absolutely. So that's my point. Like I'm, I'm more concerned about that because I think that the kickoff thing will likely take care of itself. I mean, I, I would, I'd be surprised if Jalen Knowles back there again next week after, I mean, he's running, chasing punts. Like, you know, so the interesting thing about that is, and I get it, like it looked horrible that he was running backwards and catching the ball over his shoulder. Multiple times. Multiple times. Before that game yesterday, the Baylor punter, Isaac Power, was averaging 38 yards okay. per punt. So he was out kicking. Okay. He, 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 his average yesterday right. was 55 yards. Well, my that's, apologies. Yeah. that's 17 yards. And so, I mean, yeah. again, if you're scouting, yeah. you probably tell okay. Jalen, That's hey, good information. We're right here. This yeah. is the, the average. And the kid had a monster day. What is with the Heisman Trophy winners? <laughs> that are <laughs> the, punters against Iowa State. Okay, that's good information. I mean, Power was... Brilliant again for them. And we have been, honestly, if you look at apples to apples here in, in both the Iowa and the Iowa State game, it's been pretty even in every position except for punter has been a demolition on both ends. So do you and it, see, has cost, it has cost Iowa State the game they, on both sides. They have to let Mevis punt. They I, have to. That was the plan in like July. Something changed. You know what's interesting? And this kind of got forgotten about a little bit. But in December of 2020, Iowa State got a commitment from the top-rated kicker and punter in Cole's camp in the country, Cole Becker, uh, and then he decommitted like the two weeks later to Colorado. He's now kicking for Colorado. So that was the plan. The yeah. plan was not to have and uh, credit Corey Dunn yeah, for sticking around. I'm not. I'm not trying to. I don't want to just single him. Absolutely, because he has had some nice kicks. Yeah, but yeah. like, and, uh, and, and again, he's. A, College athlete. And yeah, I'm not yada, yada, trying yada. to do that, but in giving the analysis of the situation, right. like the punt team. They, that's why I keep saying the punt team. The punt team. They had, they had a plan, and then Becker flips, goes to Colorado. Rivera elects not to come back, and here you are. Now, next year, they have the top-rated punter in the state of Ohio coming, one of the best in the nation, coming next year. Doesn't help us this year. But I, but yeah, it, it's just you know sometimes it, there this these things are circumstance yeah. stances don't work against you and it, it has been a problem. Mevis punted um, uh, my guy Mike Swain from two four seven. Yeah, uh, Fordham put out his stats. Yeah, I but he punted for Fordham last year and was respectable. I I just I I don't know how you can't at this point. They again, Brent if. And then they've even they they tried shook a little bit in the uh, UNLV game. Punting is like it is what it is, but when you want to play the way they want to play, you can't suck at it. Yeah, I totally you, understand. It, it just can't. It's too valuable. Yeah, I I I I made this comment to Ross and Sean Roberts when before they were helping us get lined up for reaction. I was like, I'm not convinced if we had. Tory Taylor, we wouldn't be four and zero right now. Like, and I don't know that. Like, I'm not. But sure. my point is, like, he set the tone in the Cyhawk game. Man, punters are just like you don't appreciate them until you don't have a good one, right? And like, it's just I I don't know. I, I'm not making an excuse for the um, kickoff return. It's just that's a very fluky play. The, the punt thing, like, they're going to be punting four or five times a game probably. Sure. With possessions in the Big 12 and stuff like that. You just, man, it's it's nerve-wracking every time they walk out yep. there. Yep, between the 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 long return on the, the low, short punt, the blocked one that led to points. I mean, it was just, it was not good. And then, you know, you had, Brock, Purdy had the deflected ball that was picked um, that ended another drive, and... No, I, I I know Brock get got a lot of criticism again yesterday. I didn't think he was that I, bad. I thought he was fine. Yeah, I, I did mean, too. I thought I, honestly in the fourth quarter, outside of that one that was tipped, three of his four reception interceptions have been tips. I, like I mean, he made some and, great, and why is that happening is another question. Yeah, I, I'm is not that smart. is that the line thing? Is that Brock's height? It should he be out of the pocket more. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. The the other beef that has been off discussed today is the the two point conversion call. Yeah, and where if there should be if any criticism there, 
Um, I understand the alarm bells go off of why are we under center when Iowa State never is under center. I just, you have to think. They have a play call sheet of reliable two-point conversions that they run through all the time and practice all the time. And I'm guessing they've run this play hundreds of times, and this was their go-to two-point conversion. I would guess so, too. Now, you can you can say, okay, then that's fine, but then why is it under center? And I under, I get that. Yeah, I but, but it's also some of the same voices that you hear of, why are we in the shotgun on yeah. the two-yard line or the three-yard line anyway? And so it's like, I would also point we out, have it both ways here. You have a senior quarterback and you have an All-American at center or an All-Big 12 guy at center. So yeah, it's like, I mean, that's got to be, an, that's an execution thing that didn't happen. I, I, is that is that the offensive coordinator's fault for calling yeah, that? Maybe. I, I don't know. Maybe, but I, I don't know. I just, they've had to have practiced that thing hundreds and hundreds of times. This wasn't an unfamiliar situation of doing that. Now in that, in that moment, well, maybe there is criticism deserved there. Yeah. I don't, frankly, I don't think the play was going to work. I've watched that play like fifteen times. And I th- was his knee down. Yes. Like it didn't. Well, mean, it didn't. It wouldn't. Have, it yeah, would have gotten reviewed. That would have right? gotten reviewed. Yeah. yeah. Even if they would have completed it, he would have. He would have been da- likely. I mean, I'm. I'm assuming. Sure. I think what they were doing was they were going to try and hit Jared Russ on a little flare. I. I, th- I think, and I. I mean, I'm not crazy about that, but whatever. Again, like that's their play. I would have just given the ball to Breeze at it, some capacity, so, and a little misnomer here. In college, the ball is at the three-yard line, not the two. So sometimes it gets uh, yeah. NFL is the two-yard line. Okay. So that extra yard, okay. If I know you can yeah. still run it, oh, there, absolutely. But it, it makes it a little bit more of a challenge. That's why you see more passes. That's why you see more passes on those two. So that's where I'm at on the special teams thing. Like I don't get me wrong. Like if they, if there's no kickoff return for a touchdown, they win. Yep. Pure, like despite anything else you want to pick up, even me with my punteritis here they still win if they don't have that huge mistake yeah and it's and now that's again four kickoff returns for touchdowns in the last two plus years definitely cost you one game i think i could make the argument it cost you three and that's not even counting the long ones sure that didn't go that to didn't the go house. a couple for oklahoma yeah, yeah you know yeah so it's um it's really frustrating Try, the um, we'll do the negative segment now, and then we'll look ahead a little more rosy. Yeah, I listen. I, I, you said you listened to reaction. This is my and I. I don't know. Like this is the problem. We this is where we need Brunzy. I don't know enough about offensive line schemes and stuff like that to really give you an educated like film review. Yep. All I know is they don't look like a dominant offensive line. They look like an offensive line that doesn't isn't getting a ton of push. Now they weren't bad yesterday. I'm not killing them. I mean, Brees clearly the run game got going. I think he did a lot of that too. Like he was really good. He that was, was great. The, that was the best yeah, he's he, played. He was the best player on the field. Brock seems like he's under a ton of duress. Now is that because Brock is indecisive? Is that because the receivers aren't getting open? Is that because of the line? I I'm not smart enough to tell you that. I am underwhelmed by the offensive line's just general performance. It was interesting. Brock said after the game that they they showed us some blitz pressures that we hadn't seen before. Okay. So I think that I was see that, that was that was part of it. And you know, I think pass protection wise in the fir- the previous three games pretty good. Yeah, not bad. Wasn't wasn't as nearly as good yesterday. I, I thought seeing it in person, there was more push there though. You oh, know, in, uh, I, in run blocking. In run blocking. Yeah, yeah I thought no I thought they did a they did a better job. They seemed more cohesive to me on that. And I thought I thought Brees played. It was much more downhill. I think it best. was his best game as a Cyclone. Honestly, he was wow. that good. Okay, he was electric in person. Like he just there was a different dimension. Now he was there was like two or three runs where he was this close to breaking an even bigger one. Yeah, but his impact both in the run game and the pass game. I mean, he was the guy. He. Uh, he looked like a you know early NFL pick yesterday. He was he was that good. Um, so yeah, I mean I, I I thought it was better. Now those five, you know Schweiger at tackle, uh, Simmons got beat a couple times at guard. You know maybe that's an adjustment you could make. Do you try then Bremsberg and move Schweiger back to a guard? 
But Simmons has been pretty good this year, so I don't know. I mean, you can tinker around, yeah. but, or do or do those do those same five need more time together? And is that is that the problem? But I, you run for over 200 yards against a rush defense, Chris, that was allowing under 100 yards per game. That's that's pretty good. So I don't I'm know. Gonna, I'm not gonna. I need more Cody yeah, Rhodes. I'm not gonna quibble too much about that. I I think the that's a good sound effects. What what is? You want some more? Yeah, I'll do a little more. What really makes this sting? is two things. It's the way you lost the game. So the special teams issue rearing its ugly head again. But then beyond that... We were better than Baylor. Yeah. If, if that's a game in a vacuum, okay, you it is what it is. But beyond that, it, it really... It takes the shine off this giant expectation of a perfect season. You know, the Iowa game's one thing, but now it's, it's now you're 2-2 two and two and you're headed to October. And, and now you know, you're 0-1 vir- in the Big Yeah, top. virtually... Your playoff chances are gone. You're out of the top 25, and I think people are... Playoff? Yeah, people are coming out of this, you know, looking at this now like, well, this was unfortunate. Like, this this is not meeting what we really thought this this dream season could be, and I understand that. Yeah, like, I don't his, history, history is working against your feeling right now because this was supposed to be the season that... That did everything. I'll be and honest. It's, this it's, feels it's a lot right This now. feels like an 8-4, and 7-5 and five deal right now, but... But... There are other indications that tell me that this thing could turn around pretty quickly for Iowa State, so I'm not going to throw in the towel yeah, I, just yet. We'll get to yeah, that. We'll get to that. We'll get. To it's that. just it is. It was. It was. Um, that's a tough one. That's one of the tougher ones that, yeah. that I've seen. That it was. That was for me too. Um, and and I kept feeling too watching the game. Much like we were saying, I felt like. Iowa State was better than Baylor for the majority of that. I mean, that quarterback was unreal. He was great uh, at the beginning of the game. Give him credit. But I, I just like even after the going down two scores with the kickoff return, I'm like, well, that they're not doing anything against the defense. The defense is locked in. Like Baylor's not scoring. It was that freaking um, interception that was the backbreaker. But but even so, like I kept feeling like, okay, they're going to keep going. Like it's pretty easy right now for the offense. The offense was clicking there, except for the turnover. What's um real quick after this? Let's I, we'll, we'll do the quarterback thing. Yeah, because this is it's it's a conversation. Yeah, and yeah, we'll, it's not we'll, going away. We'll do the quarterback thing uh, really quick. I want to thank our friends at Gravitate Coworking. Check them out at Gravitate Coworking. Dot com. I need to get out of this office. There's just a lot of bad, bad, <laughs> bad vibes in bad here vibes. right now. Uh, <laughs> uh, do you feel like that? Did you get kicked out of your office? Are you supposed to just work exclusively from home now after the pandemic? Maybe you want to go somewhere. Uh, I actually, I know like a bunch of ad agents are now working there. There you go. A lot of people in the tech world. GravitateCoworking.com. Good networking place, too. Great networking place. Downtown, Midtown, Jefferson, and Cedar Falls. Check them out. GravitateCoworking.com. Jeff Woods, a good friend of ours and a great supporter of what we do here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Yeah, there's this one guy on Twitter, and I don't really read a ton of notifications during games and stuff, but for some reason, one guy keeps standing out to me. And after every game this year, I think he even did it after the UNLV game. He was mad at Brock. And he's convinced that a quarterback switch is just going to change everything for Iowa State right now. And for what it's worth, I've heard nothing but positive about Hunter Deckers. I haven't heard a negative thing about him. In fact, I've been told he probably will be able to come in next year and there's not going to be that big of a drop-off. That's how much they like this guy. Um, I I just like... What what's hard for me? I, I told you what I think lost the game for him mm-hmm. yesterday. You know, I'm already, I'm already. I don't. I mean, Tom Manning was getting a ton of heat. I mean, they almost put up what 600 yards or 500 yards. Like, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't think he's been perfect. I did not like the scheme against Iowa. Like, I was very yeah, open you, about. You the, were... I, I did not like the Iowa and, and you and I deals. I thought he was fine yesterday. Like, I'm not gonna. Kill Tom Manning. Um, to me, like the the Brock thing, man. Like I just don't think he's the problem. I don't think he's been great. 
Like I, I don't, and I told you at the beginning of the year, I think the difference between a good and a great season is Brock Purdy. Sure. Like it, it, can he elevate to that level? I don't think he has. But like, he's not the reason they lost yesterday. Am I wrong? I am I missing something here? I agree with you. Now, you can. What look am at, I missing? You can look at a handful of plays that that. He did not execute very well. I know. When when there's 75 plays in a game, you'll always have that. Um, you know. On the by the way, Spencer Rattler was being booed in I his guess, own. I heard that in his own stadium That's last crazy. night. It's it's amazing though. In any loss, just think about that though. The two guys, yeah, right? The two guys last year in the Big 12 championship game. Yeah. An outside Heisman contenders. Yeah, think about entry that. in the year. Yeah, I, I and thought that each want the backup. So it's just, it's, I thought that was really interesting. The uh, no, in any game, the the most popular. Just watch yourself when you're just when you're watching a game. Most popular people to blame are quarterback and the offensive coordinator in some yeah. combination. Just yeah. naturally, like yeah. they are. Those are the targets when you don't win, because it's just it's, sometimes it's that. It's that natural thing of, well, these are the most correctable things for us to get better. The quarterback needs to get better and or we need to be more creative in our play calling. We're too conservative. We don't take enough shots. Yeah. We don't run any misdirection. And then it's the and media because so we don't ask the hard questions. Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's <laughs> down the road. I'm a little sensitive right so now. I saw, so I saw one thing before I forget it. I saw some stuff. It's like, gosh, it seems like we're running a lot on first down. And we're getting behind, and that's why you know we're you know we're running all the time on first down. Looked it up today. Thirty-seven first down plays for Iowa State. Chris, twenty-two runs, fifteen passes. Pretty good balance, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if you look at and if I dove a little deeper, the times Iowa State threw on first down actually led to more three and outs than when they ran it on first down. I mean, a couple notable ones: the deep shot to Skates, third quarter, first down play. Yeah. That was kind of your big – now, Brock threw a great ball. Yeah. Hit skates in the hands. Good coverage. Yeah. yeah. Didn't make the play. Joe should have made that catch. Is yeah. that Brock's fault? I mean, so again, is that Tom Manning's fault? You you can you can find little things here and there. Like, and Deckers has a better arm. He does. Like, yeah, I, there's I, no question. I'm not denying that, but, like, it's also, like, the way they're playing. I, I don't know. I don't know who's better. My point is I don't think Brock is the reason they lost. I, and I will, I will agree with you there. And it's – he has not been an elite quarterback at all. You could say he hasn't even been good. He's probably been average this year for Iowa State. But that average probably, with without the miscues on special teams, I think you're, you know, you're, it's a different well, season. Well, that, that's to me, and I'm going to come back to it again. It's this damn punt team. Mm-hmm. Watch the Iowa game again. Seriously, like if you guys are bored with my analysis, watch the Iowa game again. That was the game. And and I'm giving Iowa credit. I'm not this is not a oh, we gave it away. No. Like their guys Iowa and Iowa State play similar football right now. You know, that not not everything's the same, but it mm-hmm. it's fairly similar, a complimentary style. You know, keep the defense off the field. You know, you're short you know, shorten the game, all that. They're elite in that. When when our guys are starting consistently on the seven yard line, mm-hmm. you're telling me that Tom Manning calls the same plays that he would if they're on the twenty seven, right? Or or if you're really playing the tight style of ball that we want to be playing, you're on the thirty seven, right? Because right. it's all about field position. It's all about flipping the field. That. that that's what it's all about. It's a field position battle. If it's tr- and we saw this last year. Look at the Texas game last year. It's how Iowa State won. Mm-hmm. Iowa State's won a lot of games Playing the in the last two years yeah. doing this. Yep. If if it's going to stay like this, it's a seven and five team. Like they've got to get better here. I, 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 you tell gotta, me if I'm making no. too big of a deal out of it. I think that they could. Iowa beat the tar out of them. Like I, I don't want to take anything away from Iowa. They're a top five team right now. Like I'm not, I'm not in that world. But I, if Iowa State has Tory Taylor, I think that they could be four zero right now. I know they'd be three and one. They may be four zero. Yeah, I mean, so if if you switch the punting around on September 11th, Iowa State wins. 
And I think any educated Iowa fan would even go, yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Because he was that important. I thought it was interesting. So Matt said something. And this kind of plays into my commentary. I wrote it down after the game. Look at Bloom taking notes. No, I did. I just didn't look. You know, he's taking notes for the podcast. So it's like eleven o'clock th- now. This rub this rubs some people the wrong way, but I think it's an interesting conversation. Okay, and let okay. me let me hit you with this. This is Matt. Okay, quote: We've been down this road since I've been at Iowa State. Campbell said of adversity. Yep. The reality of being at Iowa State and who we are is you have to win in the margins, and that's never going to change. As much as you get the hype around you at times that it's going to change, it's not. We have to win in the margins. We're going to have to stay the course. So I completely agree with him. Some people read that and go, Matt's making excuses that he's at Iowa State and he doesn't have, you know, he's you you can't recruit well enough to get the guys at Iowa State. And, and, And to a point, I, I I agree he doesn't have Alabama and Georgia talent. He doesn't. He does not. Like if if, if Iowa State if Iowa State is Alabama and Georgia right now, you don't worry about the special teams because you're up three touchdowns just based on your dominance, right? And like your second and third string guys are five star dudes who are on your special teams. Yeah, is that yeah, another good point. I mean, it's the reality. So, so I, but I think you can look at that and go. That's why Brees Hall isn't on special teams. You could, you could look at this and you could twist it and say, you know, that's Matt saying, oh, you know, the, you can't, you, we don't have good enough guys here to win at a high level. But I, I don't necessarily think that's what he's saying. I think no. What he's, I think he's being critical of himself with that. Quote. Yeah, I, I don't know if critical is the word, but like. Well, I'm, I'm doing this little thing for our premium subscribers. Y'all should subscribe. I think that it's great value. Um, where I let them do a mailbag after yesterday's loss and ask me some questions. And and everybody's like, do they even care about special teams? I've been in their meeting rooms. They're obsessed. Like, uh, th- Matt, like, I used to, we used to have a running joke. Uh, who's the kid who, he's with the Rams now, Wordle? Steve Wordle, the yeah. long snapper. Wortel, actually. Wortel? Yeah. Did we mispronounce his name for years? You might have. I've always called him Steve Wortle. Wortel. I'm pretty sure it's Wortel. Um, for two years, Matt and I had a running joke together where I would start an interview with him and be like, you can't start by talking about the long snapper. <laughs> he loved that guy. Because he's so obsessed with those tiny-ass yeah. little things. Yeah. Uh, uh, this, listen, This has to drive him crazy. <laughs> I guarantee you. He's losing sleep over this special teams thing. They're not ignoring it. Now, do they have some problems? Like, maybe there's something in the staff that you need to... I don't know. Like, that... I don't know, but, like, of course they care. The, the, he, this, this living in the margins thing is, like, that's how he lives his life. This isn't a football thing for Matt. He's D3. Dad's a high school coach. Bill Snyder. Like, that's that's who Matt is. I mean, so, like, listen, like, I'm frustrated with the special teams, too. You can hear it in my voice. But it's not like that they are just never practicing it. Yeah, and, and one other note on that. The quality control special teams guy left after last year and went went elsewhere. This the, this is a newer quality control special teams guy as of this year. So they did make a change from last year. Why didn't they call us? Well, I, I, we were... We were, we were reminiscing on this last night, uh, Jack and I were off the air, about like just all the staffs we've been around. Yeah. The only one I could remember that I had ever covered, and granted, I'm not spending a ton of time in my, in my youth, like writing about special teams when I was coming up in this business. Chiswick had one. Bullware. Of course, yes. But you have Jay Bullware. Yep. Yep. He had like a legitimate like special. That team. was his That's only, only job. job. Yep. And then um, in 2018, Matt had the kid, the kicker. The, yep. Young guy. Yep. He ended up like leaving and going to Bama. Yep. But he it Joe, was a demotion. Um, yeah. Joe something. It was a demotion. Like so he he was taking less money. Basically, he was like a grad assistant. So like he they it, which told me they pushed him out. Um, 
but I, I couldn't even remember. Like, because Rhodes, Shane Burnham did it, right? Most In most staffs, your like, special teams coordinator plus you coach a position group. Yeah, so it's like Shane was the defensive tackles coach slash special teams, special teams coordinator. coordinator. Yeah. So I, I'm just trying to explain that to fans that it's, it's not like the NFL where they, there's yeah, a dedicated guy just to do it. Most places. I, I don't know. I haven't taken the time to look around. Yeah. Like to see, but I was just thinking to myself and Jack knew more about the McCarney era. Obviously I was just getting started, but Jay Bulware was the only one that I could think of in my 15 years of doing this. Yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting. I mean, it's it's. I wish it was as simple as okay, just find a guy that's really good coaching special teams. <laughs> yeah, that's the but problem. It, it, Everybody wants a quick fix here. Yeah, and it's it, just I don't. That that fix should have been done in the off season. That's where I'm concerned right now because I'm looking at this punt thing and I'm like, what's the answer? Yeah, and so again, to to your point, your greater point, ESPN has an efficiency metric that measures offense, defense, special teams. Right now, Iowa State special teams is uh, second worst in the country. Oh my God, are you serious? Yeah. Well, I believe it. Yeah, I mean, it, but yeah, just look at the, it, it. It measures field position difference. What's defense top five? Uh, defense is lower than I thought. Really? It's like nineteenth now. I don't know what I don't know how they they measure their their stuff. It's on a strength of schedule. I, basis. I was doing the my weekly analysis of the stats late last night when I was watching UFC, and man. I want to go just off the top of my head. The amount of times that the opposition has gotten into the red zone, I want to say five. A total, yeah, which is insane. And the the one knock on the defense is haven't forced enough turnovers. But again, and this is something Campbell and I've thought about. Yeah, is like it luck. We have total philosophical differences. He's Matt Campbell, and I'm a hack blogger here mm-hmm. talking to Brent Bloom. I agree with that at eleven Another o'clock hack. on a Sunday night, right? Right, but I, Matt is all about. Oh, you work hard, you study film, and you put yourself in the right position to make the play. Bill Finley, I, I've talked to him about this. He would say the same thing, right? Like coaches, like that. Yeah, I swear control. to God, there is a return to the mean. Just a randomization I, of. I can't prove it. But again, it's just like remember those Rhodes teams. I mean, oh. that was really the difference in the Rhodes era. Yeah, certain years they would uh, they could, get they a ton of turnovers. A bunch like in a, in a in nine, ten, and eleven because I, I got wrote a everything column on this. in two thousand nine, two thousand ten, and eleven. Iowa State was like top ten each year in turnovers for, and then they got none, and then they got none in like twelve, thirteen, four, or whatever. The the end of the Rhodes era, they didn't get much at all. Same coaches. Like anything, it's probably something in the middle. Yeah. The talent probably got worse, but it makes but, a huge it makes a huge difference for that field position thing. And so if your if your if your punt team is not great and you're getting killed by again that Isaac Power for Baylor, huge part of that game, mm-hmm. the way he flipped the field. Now maybe Jalen Knowles should have been back. I'm tired of losing to punters. Yeah, but the punters the punters are killing us right now, and among other things. And then when you do though, Chris, the frustrating thing is even without with, with that said. I think the assumption was before the season you can overcome that with the talent that you have coming back and you had all of these guys back from a team that won nine games was a was 30 yards away from winning a big 12 championship and won the fiesta bowl handily like i think there there was reason to think that i would say could just overwhelm teams like baylor that you don't even have to leave it up to shoddy special teams Unfortunately, it seems where we're at still, and I think this backs to Matt, back to Matt's quote on yeah, where we're at here, is you're not there yet. You're not overwhelming people like Alabama and Georgia can, where you just you're you're merciless against this onslaught. Iowa State's not there yet. Could they get there? I don't know. I mean, to our credit, I, we said this all summer. Yeah, I mean, it's, you're like in, we knew that these would be meat grinders. You're games. in these one possession yeah. games, but you can't you, f it up. Yeah, in the way that they it, did it on Saturday. I, I mean, you're so close to being four and zero, but yet the record says you're two and two. At the end of the day, you're two and two. So you can't argue with that. And you know, nope. you, you try and move forward. Now, there's still the Big 12's a mess. Okay, it's a complete mess. There's still a lot this team can accomplish, but I think these these, these grand visions of 
Iowa State taking this elite next step, you know, it's going to be tough to get there now. And I think that's that's hitting people today, and I understand that. That doesn't mean you have this setback as a program, though. So I think this yeah, is this no, is yeah. the other thing. Yeah. It's, um, one of my favorite quotes is, uh, you know, it's success is not linear. Success yeah. is not it's a straight like the line. Squiggly yeah, line. the squiggly, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. so you're going to have some of this stuff. Football's a weird game. The Any of those, like Gary V, those type yeah, guys always say that. It's yeah. true, though. It's 100%. Just think about your job. You know, some days you're like, I can't do anything right. And then sometimes it just things work in your what your favor and it all seems right in the world and it's unpredictable but it's the way it is but there's no doubt in my mind Iowa State is still further ahead now as a program than they've ever been no doubt and yeah. I will also say no doubt Iowa State and this is Iowa State played Iowa State's a better football team right now than they were week 1 and it's not even close oh, yeah. they've gotten so much better significantly and better and so I think yeah. I think that that means you know you're a third of the way into the season the last two thirds uh, there's still there's still plenty out there. Uh, let's look really quick. I want to pull up the schedule because I I was looking at this earlier, and this is where I'm going to start to be more optimistic. Okay, I like that. Um, so can uh, 33 point favorites over Kansas? Then you get a buy, which is going to be great. Need the buy. Yeah, that'd be a good reset. It's button. a good time to have a bye because then you got a physical game coming up after you, that. You do, but I love the matchup against Kansas State. Yeah. I mean, did you watch them last night yet? I have not. I mean, they can't. It's exactly what we said on the Thursday night radio show. And Thompson's not going to be back for that game. No, like that's a good matchup for John Hancock. Mm-hmm. Completely one dimensional. It will not look a lot different than last year. Now, granted, they're not going to have all their big dudes in the middle out with COVID, but. Like I'm saying schematically, you remember that game in Ames, the forty five to nothing one. That's the style of ball they are playing. Yeah. They and they're on their third string quarterback now. Right. They can't fix their quarterback. Uh, and so my my hope is you, you get right over the, you have three weeks. Three weeks. Yep. To really dial in and turn this ship around. And then it's a meat grinder for three weeks. Yep. Yep. Uh, you've got Oklahoma State at home, who they have been an Achilles heel for Campbell. Sure have. And they're, they are who I thought that they were. I I tabbed them at third in my preseason poll. I thought when they went out and won at Boise, despite how uh, – Brent, people have got to get it out of their minds, like what the Big 12 used to be. It's not that league anymore. I Man, I pulled up a stat. Hold on. I pulled up an Oklahoma State defensive stat that rivals like what what we are seeing in Ames right mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not as dominant, nope, but man, they're, they're really, really good. good. Um, here. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. It's not that big of a deal, but they held Kansas State to two for 12 on third downs. That's a pretty good. We'll Six a, yards total in the fourth quarter. Had a defensive touchdown Comple- as well. Yeah, completely clamped down on them. Um, and, my, and, and that's my point. That the the reason I made that note was the Kansas State thing. Yeah, because it's. I, I think it's pretty similar. Iowa State and Oklahoma State at this point, their defense is just really good. Um, Isn't I like it, no, having right. that game those, at home. Those two teams are really similar right now. Very much so. One of them's undefeated. One of them's two and two. And I think if you would ask an Oklahoma State fan, they think their offense is struggling at this point. While their defense is getting them through, but they're four and zero. West Virginia is going to be a dogfight on the thirtieth. Yeah. And now they, they uh, you know, they didn't move the ball well at all yesterday. No. So. They've got quarterback problems. To me, that game hasn't changed, though, what we thought it would be when when the preseason started. Iowa State will be a modest favorite. Yeah, it's it's going to be similar to Baylor. Can I? And one other thing, Baylor, Baylor is is got some guys now. They're he's now ranked. I think he's really good. Their game plan for Iowa State was fantastic. They there's and I I was in the same boat. I was like, there's no way. They're coming out with Bohan and throwing the ball twenty times in the first half, and that's exactly what they did. I mean, they 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 flipped Iowa State a little bit, and it took took the Cyclones a quarter and a half to really get that figured out. And I think that was the disruption. Is nobody anticipated Bohan being that accurate and good throwing? I thought they'd come out and try and run it, 
they didn't. They threw it the majority in that first quarter and a half, and I think that dictated the slow start more than anything. And then finally, once I would say dialed it up the pressure on Bohannon, they got him off his his uh, platform a little bit, and he struggled in the second half. But um, credit their coaching staff. I mean, the thing is, C Dub, you're not playing yourself. There's another team too, and yeah. I thought Baylor for a half yeah. was really good. They were right. not. They're not as good in the second half. But have you seen point spreads yet? I have not seen. The thing. Uh, we're gonna do guess yeah. the Big Twelve. Hold on. Can for you, a little more Cody Road. I'm. Can I'm, we get a game show theme song? I'm yes. I'm physically like starting to slur my speech. <laughs> well, two and two. <laughs> you should have seen how sad I was. Who needs sleep, Chris? You should have seen how sad I was on Saturday night, sitting in my basement. By the way, I'm gonna have uh, my guy free plug for him. Free plug. Courtney at Satellite City. Okay. We're going to have five TVs in my living room. Five. Hopefully by this Saturday. We have a new, we're doing a new setup. Okay. Did you notice I moved them onto the wall and off of the swivels? Yep. I'm putting, so I'll have four 40 inch, four 40 inch TVs with the 75 inch screen in the middle. Buddy. Last night was epic, man. We got bye week coming up at least. Yeah. Well, we're going to take advantage of it, my man. All right, uh, we'll be back. We're going to play Guess the Point Spreads next. All right, welcome back. Uh, we're nearing midnight here on a Sunday. <laughs> I didn't even tell you guys my my daughter's sick again. Every uh, every other week, one of my or Bloom's kids are sick. Although Cameron has really staved off everything. Like I think she had everything when she was younger. But nonetheless, what a pain in the ass. <laughs> Uh, it's time now to guess the Big 12 point spreads with Brent Bloom. Yeah. Do we include our future friends, BYU, Central Florida, Houston? And sure. <laughs> Extravagant. Hey, you want another thing? You know how sick I am? On one of the TVs last night, I had BYU, South Florida, just so did. I get a good look at our friends at Salt Lake City. And I watched the BYU TV network today for about five minutes, and I was like, holy shit, they're crazy. And I turned it off really fast. Sorry, no offense. If you're Mormon, I love you. But, man, that was some weird stuff. Uh, We haven't had the chance because it's kind of been a heavy football stuff in the last four weeks. I'm hearing there might be a couple other potential additions to the Big 12. they're, They're going to 16. But maybe not who you think. Yeah. The Pac-12 yeah. stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. I, I think Bob Bolsley's tired of effing around. I, I just, I, it's 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 more loud than I thought it would be about I, those two. I was told, or f- I, I've whoever. talked about that. I was told like four years ago, dude, the Arizona schools want out. Anyway, we can get into and that. And that was kind of the plan with this new TV contract anyways. Right. And now it's like, well, you can come here and you can be like a focal point of the league. Just something to keep an eye on, everybody. All right, BYU is at Utah State <laughs> on Friday night. Oh bro. man, Utah State just got housed by Boise. They're at Utah State. Yeah, tough uh, place to play. Sixteen and a half. That's a big rivalry. Sixteen and a half. Eight and a half. Oh, <laughs> no love for, her, for the Cougs. I'm not. I'm not locked in on them yet. No, I don't. This, this is the most. Well, this one's coming around a little bit. Um, Texas at TCU. TCU. What did I tell you last week? I said that that SMU game, man, that's a brutal, brutal game. Big step back for Gary. They're kind of a popular pick. Not anymore. Um, Texas at TCU or TCU at Texas? Texas at TCU. So still sneaky. I'm not bought bought in on Texas yet. I'm going to go Texas by four and a half. Four. Well done. Thank you. Uh, Texas Tech. They are who we thought oh they were. Oh, my gosh. So now Shuck's out for a while. He broke his collarbone. They're terrible. Uh, okay, Cincinnati is at Notre Dame. Oh, I like this. Future Big 12 member representing uh, Notre Dame by six. Wrong. Vegas Cin- hates Notre Dame. Why does Vegas Cin- hate Notre Dame? Power ratings, man. And Seriously? I guess, uh, what's his name? The quarterback's hurt? Iowa State, yeah. 
uh, cones. Are, Iowa State only dropped two. Yeah, it, in the power ratings. They're actually they're they're, at, they're uh, Bill Conley's SP plus. Did they go? Which up? I love, but went up like two spots. Yeah, because they're losing by fluke, fluke shit. That's that's why. They that, were they're still like thirteenth. Yeah, they're top fifteen in like every Vegas just, power rating right now. That's what's Ye- crazy. Yesterday did not even impact. Did not impact. Which you could argue then that's a, it's a because flaw in the it's because power the computers look at it and they go they lost on a fluke kick return. Although, if you're an Iowa State fan, you go, there's nothing there's fluky nothing. about it. Uh, Cincinnati's a two-and-a-half-point favorite at Notre Dame. Oh, wow, Dame. they're favorite. Okay. Which goes to show how totally off the whatever, out of the stratosphere, Iowa State's special teams kick return issues have been. Because it's, it's not even calculated that this is possible by these indexes. That's exactly right. Like, they don't... All right. Uh, this will be the most talked about game of the weekend. Mississippi at Alabama. Oh. You have to name the total. Well, so the spread's going to be like 17. 15. Total's going to be, I mean, they, they had like 84 last year. This is going to be 68. 77 and a half. Oh, my gosh. No way. <laughs> There's no chance. It opened at 80. What are we doing? <laughs> Great defenses in the SEC, C-Dub. <laughs> it opened at 80. What are we doing with that? It has gone down to 77 oh, and a half. Gosh, I should have jumped earlier on that. Kryptonite for the Sooners. Oklahoma at oh, Kansas no. State. Oh, no. I mean, that's their still, kryptonite. It is. This is still 13 and a half, though. 10 and a half. Okay. Opened at 12. All right. Put your money line on Kansas State right now. No, because they can't throw. Well, they did, couldn't throw. I guess they had Thompson they last year. They did have year. Thompson last year, but he didn't really throw much that game. Texas Tech at West Virginia. Oof. Is this is this the uh, farewell tour for the Wells yes, brothers? unfortunately. It, may, it hurts my heart. It does. Uh, 14 I and a half. really wanted – man, no, you're way off. Seven and a half. Well, they – people <laughs> – <laughs> I don't have to tell I'm, you what to do. But that West here, West Virginia, I would categorize. I don't know how much you've watched them. I have not watched They're them. in the Iowa State-Oklahoma State category. All defense, no offense right now. I watched that Tech game, though. Tech was awful. It, so here's a no, – you, know, like, you know our friend Brooke Johnson. I'm sure she's yeah, listening. Yeah, I Brooke. Sweetheart. We love her. Um, I tweeted at some point during that game. I go, this Tech game – with Texas is, is a total disaster. And she wrote me back because she wasn't watching it. And she goes, oh, I just saw the score. That looks horrible. I go, actually, it's it's a million times worse than the score would indicate. <laughs> this is one of the worst games I've ever so watched. So how could it be seven and a half? Are there just no love for West Virginia's offense? Yeah, there? I mean, that's, that's what, what I'm getting. I mean, the number is only at 57 okay. for yeah, those two okay. teams. Yeah. All right. Oh. I remember when West Virginia first got into the league. The Tech West Virginia oh game, like you'd always just play the over. Yeah, you know it's, it's gonna get hit ninety. That's now in the SEC though. Those defenses. Uh, okay, where are we at now? Oh, our friends, the Running Rebels, man. I mean, look at that. They damn near won at Fresno. They're at Texas San Antonio, who's in the top twenty-five. Paul Rhodes is in the top twenty-five. Yeah, they won at Memphis this week. Wow. Paul Rhodes Road was a runners. finalist. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Roadrunners. Uh, uh, I don't need 20. Roadrunners. 20. 20. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Iowa State's a 33-point yeah, favorite over that. Kansas. My man, Lance Leipold. Baylor at Oklahoma State. Wow. Oh, this will buddy. be a good game. I like this. This is the best game of the week. I like Cowboys eight and a half. Four. Oh, I'd hammer Oklahoma State. I think I would too. I'd hammer them. But, but again, uh, the numbers love Baylor right now. Yeah. And seeing them in person, they've they're got they've got guys. They've got guys, and I think Aranda's good. What about Clemson? Oof. What about Nebraska? Did you see that on I the saw fourth that. quarter? Yeah, My God. Down. Um. Is that it? Is that all the Big Twelve games? I believe that's it. Unless I missed one. Interesting week. So if you're playing, if you're playing by my metrics here, and I know you will, uh, I'm I'm on Oklahoma State and West Virginia this week. We nailed that Oklahoma State game 
If you guys listen to our radio show that we do on Thursday nights we on both KXNO. both did pretty good in those picks. I, I would think so. Outside of the Iowa State. Absolutely nailed that Oklahoma. Kansas State, man, it's all about matchups, and that's a – I would fade the sh- sh- you-know-what out of them. <laughs> if they don't have Skyward Thompson, man, like they are in – they're in deep trouble. It What a weird year for quarterbacks in the Big 12. In general, it's like kind of been all of college football. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll point it out. Like outside of the Mississippi and the the Alabama guy, I mean Bryce Young. Yeah, I mean Alabama. He, and, and then Corral at Ole Miss has been great. <laughs> Otherwise, it's been weird. Uh, weirdest line of the week is Iowa only a three point favorite at Maryland. That's a, all I need to know right there. That is an absolute meat grinder on Friday, Friday night Friday for the night. Hawks. You should come over and watch it. Will you come watch it? Uh, I have a big work function. What do you mean? Night. What? It's uh, the Iowa State Foundation's Order of the Knoll event. In person. Lead rec center. Sounds great. It's a great night. Well, Good dinner. They're a great uh, supporter of what they, we do. They So shout out to them. I thought you were going to tell me you had to go like wine and dine some rich guy. No, they'll they'll be whining and dining. Oh. <laughs> it's just there'll be a lot of people, a lot of a lot oh, of people right. who choose to support Iowa State at this event. All right. Well, when you get done with that, swing by. I, I will. I will. I. Uh, it's after a couple that, glasses of wine. By that point, I'll have scoured. I'm planning to do it this week. I was doing it the week leading up to October. I will take about four hours one day, which I never do. And I'm gonna scour the Greater Des Moines Metro for pumpkin beers. Oh, is it that? Is it that time? Because the month of October is the pumpkin beer power. Now, rate. now, are you just the pumpkin beer guy? Do you do the lot? Did you do the pumpkin spice? Like, do you? Do you oh go, yeah, I do it all. Do, you do that. Okay. I mean, what we, we'll get like pumpkin Cheerios. Oh my goodness! Pumpkin coffee, uh, pumpkin. Every if it, if they make it in pumpkin, it'll be here in the Williams house. I was disappointed. I'm at a local Texas establishment. And when you're in Texas, what do you order for a beer? Shiner. Shiner. You have to. Didn't have any. How? I was like, where are, what are we doing here? And I, it was Friday night. And at that point, I'm like, man, this it, trip. And you all had a rough Friday night. We it, won't get into yeah, details. Th- <laughs> this trip is just. What Every are, time it, you all go to Waco, it's crazy. It, it, There's always something, something that happens. I was like, I had bad vibes and they didn't have the Shiner for me. So I had to drink a. A Lagunitas, and I'm, now I'm blaming it on that. No more Lagunitas on Friday night. You don't want to drink a Lagunitas on Friday night. I didn't night have Shiner. In Texas. It wasn't going to get a Bud Light. Shoot, man. No, I'm I'm with you. Anytime I'm in the Metroplex. I'll get a Shiner. It it's automatic. Shiner. Like, it's just, I don't care what time of year it is, how hot it is. I'm same. I'm Shiner Bach, man. Yep. So, at, at that point, I, I started to get, like, weird feelings. Like, oh, no. I'll say this, too. If... If you were like, hey, Williams, gun to your head, top five beers of all time, Shiner would probably be on mine. Wow. I love it. Okay. But I don't like, I don't indulge in it all that often because it's very common. You know me, I like to buy, I never buy like a beer that I can always find. I'm always buying seasonal stuff. That's the only way I drink beer because I basically just drink whiskey now. Like on Friday... I went out and bought a bunch of Oktoberfest, like the six packs, right? That's where a I good could, time of year to do it. Yeah, yeah like yep. this new. year, I'm going, this week, I will scour every liquor store in Des Moines to find the best pumpkin beer selection. Man, I'll swing over Friday. Sample some of those. What is going on with your Cardinals, oh. by the way? Insanity. Just complete insanity. Unbelievable. This is what we're at, we can't lose. We're at. Uh, Are you guys wild card? Oh yeah, it's locked in now. Yep, uh, sixteen wins in a row for the the Redbirds. <laughs> it's incredible because you know me. You were making fun of me on the radio like two weeks ago. You're like, yeah, Bloom and some of my other Cardinal friends wrote them off, and I did. Like I stopped oh, watching. Dude, I have. This, I stopped watching. I will admit it. I've the Finnellys. The Finnellys. Every time the Braves and Cardinals play, it's like a big deal with you and them. <laughs> we get a group text going. And, and they've been so negative I this ha- year. I hated the Cardinals this year. Yeah, hated they them. hated their guts. Yep. The the Finnellys were like that, too. And then all of a sudden, I look on Twitter this week, and Bill's at Wrigley Field. 
It's, I mean, franchise record, C-Dub, 16 wins. That's impressive. I, I'll give my Braves some credit. They took um, three of four or two of three, something like that, from the Padres this weekend. There you go. They're going to make it. They're in. Nah, I don't know, but they've they've got three with the Phillies this week. Oh, okay. So it, it can flip pretty quickly if things go awry. And, so, uh, like, how crazy is it, though, that the Cardinals and the win streak that they're on could play the Dodgers? Yeah, in the wild card. Right? Yep. Think about that. Yeah, I mean, I don't feel good about either it. one of those teams prior to this setup would have been like a favorite to win the World Series. Maybe yeah, not the Cardinals. Yeah, the Dodgers but, more so. But the car, but usually it's like that hot team. That's who you. Well, that's the that's, that's the crazy on. thing is you get the Cardinals just got Flaherty back. You get him. I don't know, actually, they'll probably throw Wainwright in that play in that wild card game. God, Wainwright is still around, and he's been. Awesome. Man. It's crazy. So it's been fun. And also shout out to the U.S. for uh, kicking, some Euro- Cup. kicking some European ass. That was enjoyable. To be honest, like I didn't even um, pay much attention because it was such a blowout. It was, a, it was, uh, it was very one-sided. Very also one-sided. shout out to uh, one of my best friends and uh, the primary owner of Cyclone Fanatic, Jason Luch. They had a great weekend with the Aba Family Stables oh, horse good. racing. Right on. I think we're going to get a couple of ponies in the we Derby got, this we year. We got some some graded horses coming. We'll see. All right. It listen, that's a deal where I mean, you can think you're in a good spot and then all of a sudden like, you know, the horse wakes up on the wrong side there, of the hay. There was a horse named Cyclone Fanatic, wasn't there? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened to that horse? <laughs> it's dead. <laughs> um <laughs> I don't know that's, if it's okay. I, I didn't know that. I don't know if it's dead or not. We'll have to. <laughs> well, he the, declared the, dead, so it must be dead. The single worst horse they've ever had. <laughs> I swear to God. So they they've got all these like you know beautiful like yeah. million dollar right. horses. And Jason decides to name one. This is right after like I started working for him and stuff. And he at this point he was still excited about what we're doing. I'm kidding. And he named the horse Cyclone Fanatic, and the thing just goes limp. It's a piece of garbage, as far as a racehorse goes. You know, I'm sure it serves a purpose eating yeah, grass or right. whatever it does. I don't know if it's dead, <laughs> it's but I know limp. that it is no longer in the stable. Can I get her? Can I get? It her, was one of the worst horses they've ever had. Can I get a request for the next uh, family stable horse name? Take a step back. <laughs> Although maybe not a great name for a horse. <laughs> I'd throw $100 into that pot for that, oh my that God. Philly fund. We're about half a bottle of Cody wrote in. Can you tell? We probably should have ended this podcast 30 minutes ago. Buddy, the... I needed we're gonna this. Be, we're going to be okay. Thank everybody. you. Thank you for... Uh, so... Again, I had the sick kid, and, and like I just, my wife was working, and I couldn't get the kid down. And Bloom has a flight early on Monday morning, and I kept telling him, like, oh, I'm so sorry. The things we, I'm glad you came over though to do the Cody Road thing because it makes the pod better, and uh, it's it's like the best hour of my week, believe it or not. You know what? The uh, we'll get through this, everybody. I know this is not where we wanted to be, but no, it's really not, Brent. We but, wanted to be four. No, I know. I understand. I did. It too. makes it worse that I was in the top it five. It does. If we're all just yeah. being honest, like quit saying that you don't care about the rivalry. Everybody does. I, I hate it. Both fan bases are so bad with this. Everybody cares. Just admit it. It's okay. It sucks that they're in the top five and we are like kind of in an identity well, crisis. It, it, but. But yet, there's not that much difference between no, the two. No, so absolutely I think not. that's the frustrating part. I think if like, any Iowa fan was being honest, the, they'd say the same thing. And, and on a big picture here, what is most irritating about this start is it's not. it hasn't been a, in my opinion, it hasn't been a talent deficit or you haven't been beaten by somebody else. It's a lot of self-inflicted stuff, which makes it extra frustrating with the record. But you're only a third in the way through the season. Big 12's wide open, and... Uh, it's October. Take a step back. So, for October, I guess. Although, yeah. Do you do you th- real quick because that to me is like the theme. Do you do you think that 
are you a believer in Brocktober? I am. I still am. I am too. I think. Uh, I mean, Bruce, Clones are going three zero in October. Brees, I, I, I genuinely believe. Uh, Brees was so good. Yes. If you get that guy every week, I love the Kansas State matchup. It comes down to that Oklahoma State game. Yeah, and they're in it. We're do. It's in Ames. You get yes. Texas in Ames. Let's so, go, man. Like that's five and two, up. heading into November. Right in the Big Twelve race. Why not? Yeah, you're there. You're still there. There you go. You heard it here first. Thanks, Bloom. Thanks, buddy. Thanks to Mac Dine, your presenting sponsor. We're going to let the great Gary Patterson, I'm telling you, I told you two years ago to sell your stock, didn't I? You, you did. I said sell your stock and Gary Patterson. I'm buying some SMU stock. When Gary Patterson starts recording music and music videos, it means he's not as into the football thing. Drops to rival SMU over the weekend. And he's going to take us out here on your Monday because it is damn near Monday now on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. No more tomorrows. No more today got away from it. Come on, bring it on home. One, two, three. Take a step by. Take a step by. Take a step back, take a step back. Everybody stop where you're at. Take a step back, you know it. Take a step back, take a step back.